The Utah police stopped a five-year-old driving to California to buy himself a Lamborghini. And a mother drinks sperm smoothies to fight off the coronavirus. And Ontario sees a spike in fire fatalities. And the fire marshal warns, do not microwave your masks, please. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. It's Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in isolation. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thanks for joining me today. Let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with your host, Jonesy. So listen up. Utah police stop a five-year-old on his way to California in his parents' car to buy a Lamborghini for himself. A mother got a surprising call from the Utah Highway Patrol on Monday. A boy, reported to be only five years old, was pulled over on the freeway after taking his parents' car without permission. He told authorities that he was headed to buy himself a Lamborghini. Why? Well, because his mother told him that she wouldn't buy it for himself. Utah Highway Patrol wrote on their Twitter page, One of our troopers in Weber County initiated a traffic stop on what he thought was an impaired driver. Turns out it was this five-year-old. On Monday, during a traffic stop for impaired driving, a highway patrol trooper made a very shocking discovery. It was a five-year-old boy discovered behind the wheel of his parents' truck after displaying some questionable driving. The young boy made it onto the freeway before being pulled over. The troopers shared the information to the media, who went on to say that the young man told the police he had an argument with his mother. It turns out that the argument was about his mother not agreeing to buy him a Lamborghini. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I had those arguments with my mother, you know. I wanted her to buy me a space shuttle. It didn't work out. Anyways, this boy took his parents' car with the plan to get one for himself in California. I don't know why he wanted to go to California to buy a Lamborghini. Are they not available in Utah? And by the way, can't you just order them online these days? I feel like you could order... Doesn't Amazon sell Lamborghinis? I feel like they would. But I love that this boy took took it into his own hands to get behind the wheel and just drive to a whole other state. My guess is this isn't the first time he's taken out the family car for a spin. (laughs) Because the first time, you don't think to go hundreds of miles. You know, not the first time. You'd be too intimidated. I mean, unless this is the bravest boy in history. I mean, this is outstanding if it is. Another funny part of the story is how much money that the boy had on him to go purchase this Lamborghini. (laughs) He was stopped with $3 in his wallet. Wow. Wow. Lamborghinis, of course, as you know, can cost anywhere between two hundred and four hundred thousand dollars. Making the highway patrol correct in their assumption that the three dollars might have fallen a bit short, and his trip was cut short as he only made it about two point two miles on the highway before being stopped. The boy and his family are being interviewed by police, and fortunately, nobody was harmed in this brief little jaunt. Um, I love. I love, love, love this boy. I really do. I just, I've always wanted to do something like this, but I never, I never had the guts to do it. Stealing your parents' car after an argument. I mean, that's outstanding. You're five years old. He can barely see over the, over the, uh, the dashboard and the steering wheel. And he didn't even care. He just took it upon himself. You know what? You're not going to give me a Lamborghini. I'm going to drive to a whole other state hundreds of miles and buy my own Lamborghini. And I don't even have enough money for a Lamborghini. I'm going to make this $3 work. (laughs) 
The three dollars really wasn't even enough for gas to get there, but he was—he still felt confident that he could leave the house with three dollars and come home with a Lamborghini. I mean, imagine—imagine imagine the things this boy is going to accomplish in in real life as an adult. It's outstanding. I love it. I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. Well, you're really bad at math, so that's off the menu. Oh yeah, watch me steal a space shuttle. A mother drinks sperm smoothies to fight the coronavirus. A mother of two believes that drinking smoothies with a shot of sperm have helped to boost her immune system and is actually helping prevent the coronavirus. Tracy Kiss, age 32, says she's not had a cold or a flu for three years because of her concoction, which is made using donations from her boyfriend, and she takes three shots of these a week. She's a personal trainer from Aylesbury. Here's a quote. I found a free and vegan-friendly alternative method to boost the body's immune system. You don't always know what is, what is in these pharmaceutical medicines. It is much better for the body to drink something that doesn't contain chemicals. That's true, Tracy, but does that mean you make the leap to sperm? I mean, I know you don't want to put chemicals in there, but like then sperm is the answer? Why not some sort of plant concoction first before the sperm? But hey, I don't know. You you seem to be an athletic trainer. Maybe you know a lot more than we do. Here's some more from her. It isn't much different to a mother breastfeeding her newborn to give them the nutrients they need. Oh, this isn't even close, Tracy. What what an infant gets by breastfeeding is not the same as drinking sperm. Do you have any idea how bodies work at all? For a personal trainer, you seem to know nothing about a body. Here's more from her. It isn't for everyone, but it is packed full of vitamins, and I haven't had a cold or flu ever since drinking it in 2017. I also put it on my face to clean up, clear up my skin. <laughs> yeah, you put it on your face. Your boyfriend probably puts it on your face. That's a whole other story. This is this can't be real, by the way. This I, this can't be a real individual that believes in this. I just can't. I can't see it. I can't see it. This remedy has not been verified by the World Health Organization. Oh no, shit! It hasn't been verified. The article says. Thanks for telling us. I thought it was totally verified that you drink a sperm smoothie and it'll cure you from everything. Wow. The UK government advises people stay at home to avoid getting the virus, not drinking sperm smoothies. We advise we advise staying home. We don't advise the sperm smoothie. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. I was about to make myself a sperm smoothie. Tracy has many quotes in this article, and I don't know if I can continue with her quotes because they're just it's a dumb person rambling. She says it is best to consume semen as close to production as possible to get the most nutrients and benefits. But I often store it in the freezer in an ice cube tray as my partner, who does not wish to be named, and I are in a long-distance relationship. Oh, this makes it even weirder. Sir, you mail her vials of your sperm that she then freezes? What kind of relationship is this? There's more from Tracy. Listen. The quantity depends on how hydrated my boyfriend is on the day. I sometimes have a shot or disguise the taste in a smoothie with fresh berries and bananas. <laughs> I am strictly looking at this from a health perspective. I think a lot of people try new ways to boost their immune systems when they start presenting symptoms, but that is too late. You must make your immune system strong prior to an illness to ensure you can fight it off. Tracy believes semen consumption will prevent coronavirus as she leads an active, healthy lifestyle and the supplement has helped her immune system. What proof do you have that drinking sperm helps your immune system, Tracy? I find this very hard to believe. I'm not seeing any data in this. Tracy says, the smoothies aren't any different to drinking honey and lemon water when you have a sore throat. <laughs> oh, it's different, honey. 
It's just another natural remedy, but completely free. You don't have to have a partner. You can just ask a male friend who is healthy. <laughs> yeah, sure, or a coworker. Hey, Jim, um, you look pretty healthy. <laughs> I saw what you ate for lunch. You had a kale wrap. I mean, you seem like a healthy guy. How often do you go to the gym, huh? Huh? Do you think you could make me maybe make a donation? I'm really... I'm trying to drink as many sperm smoothies as possible with this virus going around. You can't be too careful. You know what I'm saying, Jim? So if you could just provide me with some samples, I would love that. <laughs> oh, Tracy says, most people think I'm joking because it seems too good to be true that I am being so open about a taboo subject. But I am not. I am going against society's norm to educate and help other people who are missing out on nutrients. <laughs> I want to make a difference, which is why I'm sharing this home remedy. You know, please keep it to yourself. Tracy, I don't think this home remedy needs to be shared, all right? Oh, boy, there's a picture of her holding the ice, the ice tray. Her frozen boyfriend's sperm. This long-distance relationship is the weirdest ever. Could you send me another sperm package, dear? I'm all out. I made one with bananas and raspberries. Delightful. I'll send you a sample. She's, ho she's really hot, too, this woman. This is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now, I, I mean, you hear rumors that uh, sperm has some sort of benefits, right? You, well, you hear it's packed with protein or something. But I, don't, I can't buy into this, that it has other health benefits, you know? I just can't. And this is just another instance of disinformation where the, you know, you go on the web to find a, you know, a cure for your condition or whatever. And instead you get this, this crap that just keeps, keeps floating to the surface. People are like, yeah, just drink some Hennessy. It'll go away. Yeah, inject bleach into your face. That'll make it go away. <laughs> you can make the virus go away by prayer. Or just have your boyfriend shoot shoot into this blended concoction. And then you'll <laughs> get it gets rid of everything, apparently. Wow, save me. Disclosure, disclosure. Weird AF News doesn't promote the drinking of sperm to cure your virus or anything else. Okay? Ontario has seen a spike in fire fatalities, and they warn you, please don't microwave your mask. Ontario's fire marshal is warning people don't microwave personal protective equipment as the province reports a spike in fire-related fatalities since the beginning of 2020. Here's a quote from Marshal John Pegg of the Ontario Fire Department. Heating a mask a face mask in a microwave in an effort to decontaminate it is a potential fire risk, and we want you to know you should never do such things. Pegg's comments come in response to suggestions that microwaves can be used to sterilize masks for reuse. The Office of the Fire Marshal says that microwaves are not designed to heat cloth materials, which could overheat and catch fire in case you're stupid. Additionally, the office noted that many disposable masks are equipped with a metal nose wire or staples that can cause fires if heated in a microwave. Yeah, the masks that I use have a very small little wire in there. Yeah, I'd imagine that would start a fire in a microwave, of course. Here's another quote from the fire people. Ontarians need to be especially vigilant about fire prevention as fire and smoke can travel so quickly that firefighters may not be able to rescue someone in time. A, between January 4th and May 4th, Pegg said that there have been 51 fire fatalities in Ontario, which represents a 65% increase over the same time last year. 17 Ontarians died in fires in March alone. 
The fire marshal's reminding everyone that fire safety is especially important during COVID-19 pandemic when so many families are staying at home and doing more cooking, eh? Speaking to the media, the office of the fire marshal could not definitively say that there have been more fires following the onset of COVID-19, but said that information would become available as more and more municipal fire departments report their data as well. The office says that they are not currently aware of any incidents of residents microwaving masks in Ontario, but say they have heard of claims and recommendations that masks can be sterilized in this way. That, coupled with the fact that this has emerged as an issue in other jurisdictions, prompted the warning to not microwave your masks. We are trying to avoid any incidents here based on misinformation or unsafe advice. As a result, the office has laid out a number of tips you can follow to keep safe while staying at home. Yes, always stay in your kitchen when you're cooking. Unattended cooking is a lead cause of home fires. Keep a close eye on anyone drinking alcohol while attempting to cook or smoke. (laughs) Uh, I did a story about too many people were being admitted to the ER from kitchen cooking burns because so many people are cooking at home these days uh, during the pandemic. Some of these people don't have experience cooking, so they're, they're taking some risks. Uh, this is all very dangerous, of course. You have to be careful. Uh, and, of course, you can't be microwaving things like masks these days. Uh, I don't know how you disinfect one of those masks personally. Maybe you guys do, and you could call the show and let our listeners know how to properly do that, um, especially one of those paper ones that I have with the little wire in there. Uh, I just assume I throw it away, but I don't know. Can I? How many times can I reuse this mask? I, I just... I have a little package of them, but there's only about six left, and I want to. I sort of want to uh, ration them out. So how long can I use it? How do I disinfect it? I would never put this in a microwave because I'm not stupid, but apparently people are doing that. <laughs> you know, what do you boil it? Do you steam it? What do you do? I, I I don't feel comfortable spraying a chemical in there to to wash it because then I'd have to smell that chemical. Although maybe I'll get really high all day, so that could be kind of cool. I definitely can't put this in the laundry and wash it because it'll ruin it. So um, I did get a care package where someone included a little bandana to be used as a face mask, which I may do. I may do. But I actually like it as a bandana. It's pretty cool. I might just use it as a regular bandana. Besides, there's something weird about wrapping a bandana around your face as a mask. I don't know. I just feel like it makes me feel like an old school villain in a cowboy movie. I don't know. So uh, if you guys have any tips or if you want to send me a mask, I'll give you my address. I'll, uh, <laughs> the weirder the mask, the better, please. I think that would be cool. Uh, be, be safe, guys, above and beyond anything. Just be safe, please. <laughs> hey, what's up, Weird AF News fans? Thanks for listening. Please rate the podcast and give me a review. I would love to see some reviews rolling in. Why not do it? You're at home. You're bored. Hell, do it. I got some messages from some really cool people. The first one is from Ashley Dog, who's one of my patrons. She sent me a message on Patreon uh, regarding the story I did about the Plague Doctor costume. She said, my son was a Plague Doctor a couple of Halloweens ago. Here's some photos. In the 17th, 18th, and 19th century, Jonesy, some doctors wore a beak-like mask, which was filled with aromatic items like flowers and scented oils. The masks were designed to protect them from putrid air, which was seen as the cause of those infections. And she put a link to the Wikipedia page about plague doctors. I knew nothing about this. And, you know, here I am learning something every day. It's unbelievable. You know, I do the podcast and then I end up 
you know, I think I'm educating you guys half the time, but I'm really learning more myself because I'm, I'm really, I really don't have a grip on what's going on. <laughs> like, and, you know, my education was uh, stunted clearly. Uh, but now I'm learning so many things. You guys are educating me. You, when I make a mistake, you correct me. You help me pronounce words. I don't know. I'm getting familiar with uh, the vernacular of other cultures in Europe and stuff when they have words that I've never seen before that mean something else in my language. So that's this is all helpful stuff. So thank you, Ashley, for educating me. I appreciate it. Uh, Gus Northrup also sent me an email. Dear Jonesy, my name is Gus. I go by Disgusting for short. I have listened to your show for a while now and have heard every episode. I do find it quite entertaining. Well, thank you, Gus. The story from Monday, May 4th, 2020, about the guy dressed like a plague doctor inspired me to make my new line of face masks, available in many styles. So shout out to all us weirdos. Love you and all you keep love you and all you're doing. Keep it up. And then uh, Gus sent me <laughs> a picture of him in this new mask that he made that is it's a plague it's a plague doctor face mask. Uh it's outstanding. I don't know if it was made from a a plague doctor bandana or scarf or something, but man, it's it's outstanding. I love it. I didn't know the plague doctor motif was so popular in the world. I just didn't. I've, I've been, I don't know, I've, I've been in the dark about this. I'm not familiar with the plague doctor. Really fascinating that they put herbs and stuff in their mask. I want to read up about that. Um, yeah, being a plague doctor wasn't easy back in the day. You, were, <laughs> you had to wear a beak filled with, with uh, who knows what, cinnamon and Lavender, I don't even know. Poison ivy in your face? That's just dangerous. Uh, what else? Oh, yes. Thank you for those of you who have reached out to me. Sent me a donation for my birthday or just for the hell of it because I'm living in a pandemic and I don't have any work. Um, the care packages have rolled in and I've been very appreciative, especially the coffee that has been sent. The people who have sent me PayPal payments, which you can do anytime. It's uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send me a cup of coffee if you'd like that way. Uh, please... Check me out on Instagram where you can follow some of the stuff I've been doing. Uh, I've been doing some live shows on Zoom and th- these kinds of platforms. I was I did a show at the Laugh Factory uh, last week on their live stream on their YouTube channels, and I'll be doing another one of those. And I'll, I'll put all that information on my Instagram. It's at Funny Jones. You can also follow me on Twitter at Funny Jones, on Facebook at Comedian Jonesy, and uh, you can call the show anytime, 646-450-2012. If you want to be like Ashley Dog, join the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews and support the show that way. I would much appreciate it. Um, And lastly, please be safe and uh, reach out to me if you have any questions or comments. You have the information. And uh, I hope you and your loved ones are safe and healthy. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.